Hello ladies, welcome to the Wait for Rest podcast. I'm your host, Kim. You've been called to a purpose that is beyond anything you could imagine. Your value is priceless. God has entrusted you to represent a picture of Christ's church. It's important to know because Jesus is coming back for his bride, the church. Once he comes, those who are a part of his church will have access to God's eternal rest. Ladies, you are valuable because in everything that you do, God has asked you to paint a beautiful picture of Christ's church so that through you, others may come to receive God's gift of eternal rest. But first, you must know his rest for yourself. Well, ladies, we all need rest, and not just any rest, God's rest. It starts with understanding your value and ends with exchanging your weight for his rest. Hey ladies, welcome back to the Wait For Rest podcast. I'm your host, Kim, and I'm so thankful for you all. I mean, I'm tremendously thankful for you all. You have been the ones to push me, encourage me, support me in this podcast. And today I, I, I want to share just something the Lord has been teaching me specifically in my own walk with him. Um, you know, I was talking about in the la- previous episode about some things I was going through and the beginning of this year has been really rough. I mean, like I said, I was going to give up on this podcast many times. I'm pretty sure I may run into a couple of times later that I will want to give up. But with the encouragement of you all, man, um, I don't know what I would do without it. And I'm very thankful to God for you. So this is uh, lesson three in the presence of God. And I had a totally different one to share with you all today, but this one is really pressing on my heart because it's a really, a recent one. And it's about finding, finding comfort and rest in your suffering, finding rest in your suffering. That sounds like something that seems very insensible as if, um, you know, to, make light of someone's suffering. And that's something I do not want to do today because I don't know what anyone is going through at all today at all. And the things I'm going to share today, I'm sure someone has it way worse. So I want you all to know that from the bottom of my heart, I do not want you to think I'm making light of this. I simply want to bring um, encouragement um, and peace and hope and rest in the midst of your suffering. And it's possible. It's as crazy as it sounds, it is possible. So I'm going to share something that happened to me uh, about two years ago. So when I was a child, I had a, a ton of nosebleeds and I thought that they were just genetics. My dad had a lot of nosebleeds. My brother did. And, you know, I'm thinking, oh, I'll grow out of it. And, you know, it came back uh, about two years ago. I was in Arizona and I was like, what? My nose is bleeding. And, I, you know, I kind of brushed it off, but it kept coming back randomly. But not just that, I started to have bruises all over my legs. They kind of frightened me. I thought they were blood clots. And they just started to show up all over my leg I and mean, big spots. And I finally went to the doctor about it to see what was going on. They did a lot of tests and a lot of blood work. And they tell me that I have Von Willebrand disease. And at this time, uh, this was fourth year in marriage, and I'm now into my fifth year. And um, it, it shook my world because the things the doctors were saying to me were against my personal plans. <laughs> you see how I said my plans? And uh, my husband and I had 
planned. We had goals and hopes that we would start a family with kids uh, by the fourth year of marriage. And hearing this news from this doctor who who was telling me this over the phone at 9 a.m. in the morning while I'm at work, the doctor goes on to say, if you're planning on trying to have kids, don't even try it now. You really have to be um, watched because this is a, a lifelong bleeding disease. And, you know, we, we don't know if we can stop the bleeding if you have childbirth. I mean, there was just, I was flooded with so much fright on this particular morning. And I remember it really shattered me. It really shattered me. Um, it, it was, <laughs> I went through so much fear and anxiety. I went through so much hurt. I went through self-blame. I was thinking, you know, I, I feel so bad for my husband. I can't even give him kids because look at me with this bleeding disorder. Um, I mean, it was it was a very sad and hard time for me. Uh, was I doubting for sure? Yes. <laughs> I was not trusting in God at all, at all. Which reminds me, um, if you ever heard the song from Brooklyn Tabernacle, um, that's actually uh, the choir that I'm in. And there's a song for, written by Carol Simbola called I Will Not Fear. It's my favorite song on their most recent album we, we just did. And it was the turning point for, for my life during that time. I, I encourage you to check it out if you get a chance. But but um, that right there was um, a shaking to my world. I have Von Willebrand disease and I'm being told I can't have kids. Later on, of course, I got a second opinion and I, they, the doctors, my hematologist was able to find something that will help me with my uh, bleeding disorder. She says I can't have kids. They have stuff that can help me with that. So all of that fear for what, I don't know, but it's still something I have to be aware of. You know, my husband, he has an allergy to literally everything. Um, <laughs> he can't have any meats except seafood. He can't have any soy, nuts, um, spices, um, peppers, um, peas, beans, literally nothing. So I had changed my diet when we got married and um, turns out that the way I changed my diet was affecting my health. I would not have found out about my Von Willebrand disease had I not changed my uh, diet. And so it was very interesting. And the doctor says, the things that you stopped eating, you have to start eating again. So now it puts my husband and I in this situation where I'm having to you know, make things that I need to eat, but also be careful not to cross contaminate and make stuff that could kill him possibly. You know, it's, it's really insane. It's, uh, um, but kind of the kind of comical <laughs> at the same time. But now this week comes, uh, January comes and December 28th uh, of 2023 last year, I ended up getting sick randomly for three hours of the day. My stomach was killing me. I mean, at the bathroom was my best friend that day <laughs> and you know, I, it went away, but it came back, um, January 30th through the 31st. So it was, it was, um, New Year's Eve and every time notice ladies, I'm not going to tell you all the details, but Every time it happened was a time that I was prepping, wanting to prep for the podcast. And I, I would always get pushed back because the sickness would attack me. So I, I missed the entire New Year's Eve service. It was so bad. Um, I ended up trying to go to church. I got sick in the middle of worship on the stage, had to walk out and leave. Um, we went to urgent care. Urgent care says, you know, um, here's some medication. Maybe get an ultrasound for your stomach. Um, my husband and I decided, let's wait and see if it comes back. Then we'll go see came back January 8th and uh, it lasted the entire day. It was the most 
the most painful pain. I've never experienced this type of stomach pain in my entire life, ladies, ever. And it was the day I wanted to record for my podcast. <laughs> so I'm sick completely that day. And um, I, it, it went away the next day. Crazy. So it came back again this past Sunday, the 14th. No, I'm sorry, the Sunday before the 14th. And um, I leave church and I tell my husband I want to come home and work on the podcast. And um, as soon as we get home, I get sick. <laughs> so now I'm completely laid out. And next morning, I'm like, we got to go see a doctor quick. So we go to urgent care. Urgent care says, yeah, you need to get her to the hospital quickly. Don't wait an hour. Something's seriously wrong with her stomach. So we get a CT scan, we get um, an ultrasound, and the doctor tells me that uh, I have a pelvic disease. And he says, there's something wrong with your reproductive system. Immediately, ladies, it sent me to tears. I mean, I was like, great. <laughs> now I really can't have kids. I don't even know what's going on with the reproductive system. But when I hear that, it's just, it brought so much fear to me. Um, tears filled my eyes. And I just thought, I don't understand what's going on. Um, but God knows. And so I went into a rut of just discouragement. They put, they put me on these antibiotics for it. Um, and I thought for sure the symptoms would go away. Um, and um, it came back this Sunday. So, you know, um, this past Sunday was terrible. I, 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 we literally pull up to church. As soon as I get to the door of the church, everything came back. The stomach pain, the bathroom being my best friend, and it lasted the entire day. So that put me back in the doctor's office. Um, and so it turns out they rule out the pelvic disease and they say, oh, well, we don't think it's that anymore. We think it's pro uh, something wrong with your gallbladder. Ladies, it's been a roller coaster, <laughs> a big roller coaster. I don't even, I still don't know what's going on. As I record this, I still don't know what is going on. And, um, you know, I'm recording this well in advance. So by the time this, this airs, I may know what's going on. But right now, I, I do not know what's going on. But I want to encourage you all today because even though I was so scared and sad um the lord really comforted me through his word and i went from being so down in the dumps to um happy like not happy but more of like i can't even explain there's a joy there's a peace that's definitely beyond my understanding and i hope that it helps someone today someone that may be going through something way worse than me this can be used for any case scenario so i was reading the book of second corinthians and i'm sorry first corinthians i'm going to read these verses to you and i wrote them down here on my screen but I'm sorry, it's 2 Corinthians chapter 1. And if you've ever read Paul's journey, if you haven't, look, you really need to read it because this man's life is so inspiring. He went from killing people that love Jesus to being a, vo a voice for Jesus. <laughs> he, you know, the Lord used him tremendously. And um, I think God is a comedian, but here we are. So I'm reading this, this uh, chapter in these verses and it really blessed me so i'm going to read them to you it says blessed be god even the father of our lord jesus christ the father of mercies and the god of all comfort who comforts us in all of our tribulation when we may be uh, i'm sorry that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort which we ourselves are comforted of god i'm going to stop there because i was thinking to myself when I read this, 
wow. So <laughs> God is gifting us whatever suffering or tribulation or trial we are going through. He wants to gift us with this specific comfort that is in association with whatever we are going through specifically to save us, but not just for us so that we can comfort someone else. Then it says, for as the sufferings of Christ abound in us, so our consolation also abounds by Christ. And um, so I, I think about that and I'm like, okay, what does that mean? So as the suffering of Christ is in us, so we're suffering for anything that we're doing for the Lord. It doesn't matter if you if you are a follower of Jesus Christ and you're suffering. Okay, so this is talking about whatever suffering you're going through, God says it's also for our consolation. Consolation is kind of, uh, you know, uh, an attempt to comfort someone else with it. So he's, he's, he's given us a comfort that is to save us from the suffering we're in, but then he's giving us the comfort for our consolation. It's like a gift he's given us so that we can come out of this suffering to give to someone else. I, I, it blows my mind. Then it says, whether we be afflicted, it's for your consolation and salvation. So if whatever is going on, you know, if um, if you're sick today, um, if if you um, oh, I hate to say it, oh it's so sad. If you if you've lost a loved one today, um, if you um, lost your job today, um, if you I don't know um, are, are in a dispute with your spouse today, whatever type of affliction is going on, anxiety, stress, um, God says He wants to comfort you, but it's for your consolation and your salvation give to someone else and then it's going to save you which is effectual in the it says it which is effectual in the enduring of the same sufferings which we also suffer or whether we be comforted it is for your consolation and salvation and our hope of you is steadfast knowing that as ye are partakers of the suffering so shall ye be also of the consolation so listen to this listen to this i know that sounds like gibberish to maybe some people like what in the world is she even reading to us right now but <laughs> this is what the lord comforted me with um and it brought tears to my eyes and i i began to tell in the strangest way in the strangest thing i began to say wow thank you thank you god this is how you can be thankful in suffering because when you picture it this way just picture it this way, okay, Kim? You, yes, you you are going through this stomach problem. We don't know what's going on. Yes, you have this this bleeding disorder that could possibly affect children. Yes, but it's upon you because God is. There's a reward to come with it, a reward, a gift of comfort that is specifically for you. And it's coming to comfort you specifically for your certain situation, your circumstance, so that when someone else goes through this situation, you can come out of it and gift them with the same comfort that God gave you. You would never be able to help someone in this situation unless you've been gifted with this comfort through your own suffering and it all shines back on Jesus Christ. And so now when we go through something, we when we suffer, we can still be at rest 
it's this trust and this dependency on God that he's allowing this because he wants to gift us with a specific comfort related to us specifically, our specific suffering. And it's a gift of comfort that he's created to save us from whatever personal suffering that you um, take on in your life, but you can give it to someone else in need. And so I today say thank you, Jesus. And I know that that's, I, I don't want to make light of anybody's problem today, but in our suffering, we can look at it. This is the best way to keep your eyes on Jesus in our pain and our suffering. Look at it from through the eyes of Jesus in a, in a, um, in a perspective that's beyond our understanding. Look at it that way. Because if we don't, there's no hope in it. There's no hope. There's all um, depression and chaos and, and worries and stress. But when you look at it from a perspective that, oh my goodness, God has chosen me to be afflicted so that I can be gifted with the comfort so that I can gift someone else with something I never owned until I went through the suffering. Oh man, like, thank you, Jesus. Like it's, it is it's beyond me and it's so beautiful. And so the lesson today is that we can rest in our suffering because there's a gift of comfort to come and it's for our salvation, but it's also to give to someone else. Ladies, don't forget, if you're wondering how can you support this podcast, the best way to support it is to share with as many women as possible. You know, we women have to encourage each other. We have to encourage each other to rest, especially in a time that we are living in now. We all deserve and desire rest. So the best way to support is to share the podcast with any woman you can think of. This is for anybody, any woman, any lady of any age, share it. Also, you could like the podcast on Apple and Spotify. You can rate it if you think it's good, if it's been encouraging. Also on YouTube, if you could subscribe, hit that subscribe button and also share it as well. But most importantly, I do love feedback. So if, if there's something that has encouraged you, something you want to hear more of on my website, you could check it out. You could scroll down to the email list. I would love if you sign up for the mailing list so that I can send you notes of encouragement every week, as well as give you updates on the book. But also here uh, is where you can leave a comment for any feedback of the podcast, how it has encouraged you mostly. So thank you so much, ladies. I look forward to talking to you soon. God bless. Thank you so much for listening to the Wait for Rest podcast. To stay updated with future episodes, the book release, and more, visit www.wait-for-rest.org. And remember, Jesus says to come to him if you're tired and if you have any burdens. And it's through him that you will find God's rest. Until next time.